The GG Podcast may contain content that might be objectionable. The views and opinions expressed in the GG Podcast are those of the individual podcasters and do not necessarily reflect Akwizasne TV. This podcast may be considered explicit to some of our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hello everyone, welcome to the GG Podcast where we get to share your spooky stories from Akwizasne and surrounding indigenous communities. I'm Brittany Bonaparte. And I'm Gahando X Perkins. Okay, so today we have a special guest, Nihasana'a Peters. Yes. Yeah, we have guests. We have three guests so far, right? Yep. Three different guest wait <laughs> and not, not including our uh, he's the third yeah okay in-person guest right he yeah he's the third in-person guest cool <laughs> <laughs> let's just um so that's what we got going on for our podcast today and if you're interested in recording with us to share your stories please email us at ggpodcast at gmail.com so we can set that up let us know what you do uh let us know what you've seen you know and you can be on our podcast. And if you don't want to be on our podcast, um, you can send a submission to our email that Brittany just read or go visit our submissions page at akwizasnatv.com slash gg. That's A-K-W-E-S-A-S-N-E-T-V dot com slash T-S-I-T-S-I. And some updates. We also hit... 1,000 downloads. Isn't that pretty cool? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's actually at 1,040. Oh, I just checked. But and who are over 1,000. Who are some of our fans? Where, where are they coming from? Not only from U.S. or Canada, but also from U.K., Germany, Hungary, the Philippines, and France. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Thanks. Well, shout out to you guys for listening to us. Um, We've been getting a lot of feedback from you from our um, listeners and it's just been amazing so far like just the comments we get and uh and we got fan art can you tell us about that yes yeah, so we have fat okay fan art shout out to Britt reed um who had done a beautiful piece of fan art of me and Brittany. Mm-hmm. um you can check that out on her instagram uh brit reed is also a team member of inchunwa which is uh, another di- indigenous podcast focusing on southeastern revitalization of traditional tattoos. Isn't that badass? Yes, that is. Um, I listened to the first episode and I love it. I want more. Uh, you can check them out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And again, thank you, Britt Reed. Thank you so much. For your GG Podcast fan art. Also, another special shout out to Ganelat Danolu for DMing, DMing us her GG Podcast inspired. Art, you both made our day. Yes, thank you so much. I can't believe this, that people are just making fan art of us, that they love us that much. I haven't experienced that, so... Yes, thank you so much. Um, I super appreciate that. Um, what, what was her Instagram handle? Do you know Ooh. either of these? No. Okay, well, make, we'll make sure to post um, our fan art on our page um, with this episode. and With um, their permission, of course, yes. Yes, with their permission, and we'll include their Instagram handles and the link to yes. their pages and so let's welcome in nahasana peters and get the show started let's listen 
Um, so, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, my name's Nihasana Peters, and um, I don't know how much you want me to introduce yourself. <laughs> you can do what you want. <laughs> so, I mean, That's up to you. <laughs> you're learning Yogwe Zatsu. Yeah. Did you, do you, what do you do in the community? Do you... Uh, yeah, so... I'm a teacher. I'm back at the Freedom School right now. I teach grade four. Um, I was previously at the ACR program, Atsuji the Wando. I was at Trent for a while, for a couple years. In the Indigenous, uh, it was like a mature student, like Indigenous Foundations did oh, that. Sweet. Well, um, we I saw the notes he gave us, and it seems like you're pretty knowledgeable on more of like the lore of everything too you know like um, right for us we just uh we don't know too much of like history or anything <laughs> we don't and um we, we try to look it up but we mostly just like to read the stories you know yeah. so it's gonna be really cool to get some some more insight um what were uh some of the things on the list um elbow lady <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I like forgot. how you but said I was something, really excited. and you're like, you wrote LOL. <laughs> oh yeah, he said, um, what was it? The uh, the dear lady from Reservation oh, yeah. Dogs, and oh, he's like, man. LOL, <laughs> dear lady, LOL. <laughs> so you want to tell us about dear lady, LOL? Yeah, I was uh, like, it's just every once in a while. I think it was the the honey or one my my friend. Uh, he. Uh, I think it's from Six Nations, like I noticed from like Akwazasana, we have the Hoof Lady mm-hmm. and then it was funny, like Reservation Dogs, they, they refer to it as uh, Deer Lady, but mm-hmm. then Oswega too, I think they have, they refer to like, I heard the, about like a monkey dog Whoa. and then like an elbow lady. Yeah, I heard that too. I like, heard that the one too. <laughs> monkey that dog. Like, the elbow lady is the scariest one though, like, because doesn't she go like that? Yeah, like, that's She what, just nubs towards like, you? Yeah. Crawl, like crawls on her elbows. Just hear bones smashing oh, <laughs> on their way to you. <laughs> like, I would rather see hook lady than that, you know? But so you said you, you've heard different variations of it because we have two. Yeah. Um. There was... There wasn't too many, but I've heard, like, I think I only heard about, like, the Hoof Lady a lot around here. But then it's just, like, people from other communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I think the only other ones I heard were, like, what I had mentioned, and then maybe, like, the Basket Lady. The Basket Lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that? There's, like, a story, uh, it was just, it's something like she catches you and traps you in a like a basket and Jesus. I don't know it was like something like that it was like to scare little kids but that was uh I think that's what like a lot of those stories are they're like teachings uh, to mm-hmm. uh I don't know if it's just like scare the but Jesus <laughs> to deter you from being a goelaxa yeah. yeah that's what we uh discussed on here that like especially like um don't whistle at night too yeah. that might be like one of those types of stories I thought because don't go outside at night you mm-hmm. know yeah, it's like very. I, I like our stories because they there's like a lot tied into them, mm-hmm. and some like you can take very like there's like literal like teachings, but then there's a lot of like I don't know like Morals other stuff. Morals to the story. Yeah. Yeah. A lesson learned, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's one of your favorite 
teachings or like more of spooky story spooky you know stories. Uh, there was one um yeah like my experiences with with scary stories like it was uh i think it started like when i was younger because my um i can't remember what grade she taught she was at uh snai school but joyce cheryl gaha mm-hmm. so she passed away now but uh, she in in our classroom we did we went over like this story and I forget which island it was I don't know if she like uh, meant, she said it was like Yellow Island but it was really cool because she would like turn the lights off like close the blinds and like Uh-oh. when we were done our work or it was like uh, a free like party day or whatever <laughs> we'd always ask her to like scare us and tell us a scary story <laughs> so that was uh teacher can you scare yeah. me <laughs> Do all my work. Uh, <laughs> I really want to be not, afraid right now. Yeah, now scare the shit out of me. Can yeah. you shut the lights off, please? <laughs> and yeah, I was like, after like every story, we were like, why did we like ask for this? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, it was these two brothers and they, something happens where they like get, they kind of have to like spend the night on like one of the islands around here. Like it was, it was in the past and she said that, like, I think, that, like, everyone had rowboats mm-hmm. back then. And so I don't know if it was, like, a storm or it was, like, it, like the night just caught up with them. But they, like, made camp on an island just to be safe. And then there's, like, I forget what happens, but one of the brothers sees a fish, like, a perfect, like, big, like, juicy fish just, like, up in a tree. In a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and so, he, and, like, it's... Oh, from the storm, huh? Yeah, okay. uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That fish said, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oop. <laughs> but yeah, they're like, by then, yeah, in the story, she says they're like hungry. They're, they're like trying to find whatever to eat. And um, like one of the brothers, like, I don't know, I don't know if it's the older or just like the more logical one, like knows something's <laughs> up on. He's like, you don't eat fish out of trees. So. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stay away from that one. I agree with that. It's a given. <laughs> but the younger one doesn't listen and like climbs a tree, cooks it, eats it, and the other one like refuses to eat it and like he knows something's up and it's not right, it's unnatural. So the younger one, they say he uh, he's like, he enjoys the fish, he says it's like delicious and then like it's all downhill from there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he gets sick and then... Uh, <laughs> That's what I say when I eat at Taco Bell. <laughs> Damn it. See, I looked up when I laughed. <laughs> good one. That was good. Got a cover Yeah, so they say, yeah, he gets he gets sick right away. I don't know, like gets a fever and nausea and everything. Gets sick and then he gets this like uh, unquenchable thirst. And so at first, like he can go to the water and like drink. Uh, like the water was clean back then you mm-hmm. could drink right from the water, a river but the good old days. yeah <laughs> so he's doing that and then after a while they say he gets so sick that he can't even make it to the water anymore and so his brother has to start like they he like brings some cups or pails of water and he can't even he can never like uh, satisfy this thirst and so pretty much like pretty soon he he drags his brother like to the the river's edge because he's getting tired of like hauling this this bucket like back and forth or the car or whatever. <laughs> just drags him yeah. into the water so it's easier to give him water mm-hmm. and then they say like he gets tired and like 
like it's it's later in the night and he, he goes to bed and then he wakes up and he looks over at his brother's uh like where he was uh he bedded and he can't find him anywhere and so he's looking around and then he hears something like splashing in the water so he looks over and his brother's over in the water and like his head's like submerged and he's like drinking the water oh so yeah <laughs> he's turning into a fish yeah that's what <laughs> That's what the brother, like, he goes over and, like, you know, grabs him, talking to him. He's like, what, what's the matter with you? Like, what's wrong? <laughs> what so, are you doing? Yeah. And so she tells, like, our, our teacher told us, like, his neck was, like, scaly and, like, his arms, he started oh to change on. And so his brother gets scared and, like, he, it's, he sees he's losing his brother and he doesn't know what to do. He's trying to help him. But all he can do is drink, uh, because he's so thirsty. And then they say that she told us that it just, like, uh, he was like down like submerged so long like drinking that she said that he just like like slithered away and they say mm. that he like turned into like a big snake uh, oh, just and, slips right out of yeah. the arms <laughs> oh my god I'm slimy and yeah. stuff and so they, like uh that's that's what the brother like the last uh thing um he saw of his his younger brother is just like disappearing like that and so yeah that's why we don't eat fish out of trees <laughs> bye <laughs> And then this is the the stories that the type of stories that you were told as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, there was like little ones like that, and then yeah, there's just like that always like intrigued me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I would like pique my interest, and then I don't know what it was like. Whenever like because I live in Snine, the power goes out all the time. <laughs> whenever we had friends or family over, and the power would go out, that was like the first thing. Yeah, like scary yep. stories. Like all right, everyone mm-hmm. starts or like wakes or like when we're at the hospital. Like, I remember when my sister was given birth and whatever people are, like, gathered on. That's so true, yeah. yeah. It's weird. But I love it. It's, like, uh, <laughs> that's how I remember, like, um, I don't know, growing up. <laughs> I know. I, I had to be at um, a wake, too. Well, you know how you have to sometimes be there all night? Mm-hmm. And that's what they would do in the middle of the night, like, at four, like, an unholy hour, you know? And they would, <laughs> like... 3 a.m. Yeah. And they would just talk about the scariest shit. And then... <laughs> It was my time to, like, take shift or switch it. So I'm driving home at, like, 5 a.m. And it's, like, so freaking scary, you know? The Dudas, man, they got the the bangers for scary stories. (laughs) Which also brings me to this story um, also has shape-shifting in it. And wanted to know what you know about shape-shifting. I've heard, (laughs) like, uh, and it was interesting because my cousin, like, just out of the blue like you know just like drop some knowledge <laughs> but he was like I, w- I wasn't expecting it huh he said it he put it so plain and plainly and he was just like when people are like pure huh? and it's like um i don't know I- i've heard of it as like gifts like they say like the, cr- the creator like sends certain people like we all have certain um like gifts or, or talents skills that were given and some of them some people like that's theirs and if they you know they like hone it or they they accept it and like practice it like that becomes their gift and it's it's a medicine uh, and that's tied to like i've even heard about that and um it's like parts of the great law mm-hmm. uh, oh. so they say like the the peacemaker kind of like uh they they help him out like um the, those beings are, or those people with that gift they they help spread the message like uh faster so like shapeshifters but uh beyond that like that's all like i've heard 
but I'm sure there's more and that's cool as yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> I, really I love that. that. With our clan system and stuff, like there's no surprise that we think about shape shifting stories too, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know why we love to talk about like a person turning or like that person to shape shifter, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> And I wonder, like, if they have a choice as to what they shapeshift into or if they're just like, you know what? Your gift is turning into a pig. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, that do you get a choice? or <laughs> I know. I, I think it's just, like, a gift that you're like, just... I just want to know so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I think you could, like, be, like, hone a pig skill or something and, like, be badass. Oh, I forgot to mention, like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a faith keeper, a community faith keeper for Akuzasne. And so, like, I've... I would say, like, I'm a grasshopper, though, on my knowledge journey. That's good, though. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm, I've been trying to, like, learn as much as I can. And every once in a while, like, I'll, you know, there's there's certain things that are, are freely, like, spoken about. And, like, um, but then there's other things that are more, I, I, I guess, they're just sacred stories or sacred teachings and so they're not to be like uh spoken about whenever it's like certain times and so it was interesting um like going to school in peterborough at trent like learning from some of the anishinaabe people and like their teachings they say like it's only when there's uh like snow on the ground or only when it's like like a certain time of year uh, Mm -hmm. they they only use certain stories or names and like they have that much respect for it wow and so it was like uh but yeah that's it was real interesting to just get that perspective like with our our neighbors and uh, uh could you explain on what a, a faith keeper is because we have some listeners that are like totally all over not, yeah <laughs> so um i've heard to i've in the language it they say that uh Lona de Lihundo or or Gona de Lihundo. So it means that they're like responsible for the the four ceremonies or like the the ceremonial cycle itself. And I've heard in like in English the peop like I've heard some people refer to it as like uh it's almost like a custodian, I guess, of the, the longhouse. Like we're responsible to to make sure that the ceremonies it's like um the our our spiritual yeah, I, I guess the ceremonies like uh, continue, and so we we have to like gather uh, monthly or sometimes more, depending on what's what's going on. And so right now, harvest is coming up, so the faith keepers uh, will have to meet and set a date, and you know, like um, to try and be aware of what's going on in the environment and like what's going on in the community, so that like ceremonies can go on. And it, it's it's really it's a, like hard right now with the pandemic mm-hmm. but uh yeah things have it, it's just really bare bones right now and it's just uh like just enough to put it through like some communities were really hit with uh, the pandemic yeah. and so they they just do like tobacco burnings or so depending on how things are like uh it's like the responsibility of the faith keepers mm-hmm. yeah for like the um, the longhouse itself like there's a lot of fundraising involved and um like to to make sure the the cook house the longhouse is in order so like we we're literally like custodians like after the ceremony like we you know we we're there before the ceremony starts after it ends we clean up we prepare and like we meet and we we're supposed to have a garden i didn't know that it was like <laughs> <laughs> but it, you're supposed to be on top of like the ceremonial cycle huh? mm-hmm. and so 
yeah, I'm only in my second year of like planting, but it's uh, like to see, like you go off of the environment, and, like you see like where the corn is at, and that determines like you know like the green corn ceremony or like when it's time to harvest. So I'm very new at a lot of the stuff, but I'm like doing my best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm like a faith keeper or our leadership are supposed to be uh, older. Huh? Like your your kids are supposed to be grown up, and you're just a youngin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the state of things right now. But I'm doing my best to to try and learn, and but uh, the language is like really like I was really fortunate with my family. I come from like speakers uh, from both sides, and I'm I'm technically I'm. Uh, like a first language speaker but Ooh, I don't know it's that's like awesome. I don't know it's crazy <laughs> like um, these programs that are that are coming from like that the different communities are doing right now with the like the linguistics or the root word method and it's just amazing like how many like uh, speakers there are now and so like, it's really um, like how would you say like invigorating or like encouraging it's like uh, it's really cool like awesome to see how many people are like how much they're doing to Hell learn yeah. the language so that's what i wanted to get at earlier when i asked you to tell me about yourself but yes perfect all right yeah do you know any spooky stories over at mohawk school, mohawk school. um i think or was that the school you were talking about or i've heard or like just going to the different schools like i feel like i've experienced some things like um and i've yeah i've had i have heard stories from like other like community members or like um so one of the stories i heard was like from ams on uh, the island mm. and it was like, <laughs> uh, i think it was like the the principal i don't know if uh it's the principal now but there was like uh I think she was there. She's like the last one, like doing work and like, uh, you know. I think it's just her and like the custodians. And then the way the story was, where she was like leaving her office, and then she felt like this, like I don't know, just like this gust of wind and like, um, it was I don't know. She ended up like hurting her eye. Like something happened with her eye like afterwards, huh? but she felt like it's like somebody passed through her, like ran out of the room and she was going in and it really like bothered her. And I've heard different like things, just uh, students hearing like people in like classrooms, huh? like, and nobody's like in there, like they'll go investigate and no one's in there and, or they'll see like shadows, like outside the door, like stuff like that. Huh? And so, like I said, like there's like these, uh, sometimes there's like there's there's like right now there's these feasts too that go on and it's to take care of those things like it and it's like it's for the community like right, right now not with uh covid but like there's um yeah i feel like every every nation has uh something to do where they take care of their you know it's like they take care of their deceased and so that's like coming up around this time of year mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's like community-wide and then like i think if there's like if it gets too intense then there's like more personal stuff that like people can do but mm-hmm. like uh i think like hopefully when all this you know like this pandemic like it's not too much longer <laughs> like i don't know how long <laughs> it's gonna go but, but that's uh yeah it would be a time of gathering on it's like um the, a feast is uh like held for the community and it's to to like 
yeah, not only like to feed those things, but to like spend time with like those who have passed on, and you know, there's like that time of coming together. So it's like a really like um, a form of healing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like the time of season. Huh? It's like uh, yeah, it's like Halloween. Huh? So it's like All Hallows Eve or when that side is closer to ours. Yeah. <laughs> So every There's something similar like in Mexico too, right? Like oh, yeah. uh, the they are they yeah. celebrate yeah. muerto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not too cultured. <laughs> yeah. So it's like uh, in every culture, like they have things to to spend time or like to and to honor. take care, yeah, and honor their the the dead. Cool. Can <laughs> write bud. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think the, the most I've experienced was, like, I was playing, yeah, volleyball at um, EMS, like, in the gym. And I was about to serve, and I felt, I thought somebody was messing with me, like, just one of my, like, friends, like, came by, and they, like, tugged on, like, my my hair, like, my bun. And I just kind of laughed and, like, served, and then after, the, like, the point was done, I, like, I, like, turned around, and, like, no one was there, and I'm, I'm like, in the... <laughs> One side of the gym, like, by myself, there wasn't oh. too many other people there. Uh, and it was, like, a good, like, tug on my hair, so... That's always creepy. Yeah, I was just... I was like, like, or, you know, it wasn't, yeah. like, a gust of wind or <laughs> yeah. something. You're like, hello? I'm like, maybe my hair got caught in my shirt, or... <laughs> oh, my God. AMS yeah. is the one with the second floor, right? Yeah. Yeah, that second floor, I had to take... Do B-roll there during the summer when everything was empty. Is that... Wait, which which school were we talking about? Cornwall Island? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, I went to the, and they have these, like, towering lockers that are brown for some reason. And it goes all the way down. So when you're walking down that hallway. Does the brown color offend you? No. <laughs> no. Why are these lockers brown? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, like, an odd color, you know, and it makes everything, like, darker and scarier. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's darker and scarier. It just makes the area look a little, like, where there's less light. Yes. And there is, and it felt like it was closing in on me, too, oh. you know? It just felt, like, suffocating. I'm like, this is bad vibes. I'm out of here. <laughs> so, that was my AMS story. <laughs> I only felt like there were more people than there were when I was in there. Like, whenever I would go, like, for a travel troop, like, with a traveling college, and we would sing social songs, I'd be walking in through the hallways or we're being escorted, and it just felt like it was crowded. Wow. Weird. But it was just a bunch of little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was their energy that was just like... <laughs> I think that's... Uh something too is like that's what i've heard and like working at um like different uh schools is like things kind of um are like drawn to children like they have so much energy and they're so happy and pure yep so things are just drawn to them uh, and so like i think it was it was really creepy too i was watching uh ghost adventures (laughs) and one of the things they say on there is like you have to be careful when like when there's like you think it's like a kid spirit because like things yeah. will like They'll pretend, pretend yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like scared to, I don't know. wow what the it was heck? like messed up well because you know like how adults or people like when there's a kid you want to make sure that that kid's okay or that they're safe or that they're they have everything that they need uh-huh. so if you're interacting you think you're interacting with a child spirit you're like let me help you pass yeah. on or you know how in that movie Animal, Annabelle, where they're like, this little girl died in this building and she asked to stay in the doll, so we agreed to let her stay in the doll. And then look at what that bitch did. 
I didn't watch Annabelle, but I know that <laughs> she's a bad <laughs> show. I follow her on Twitter. She has her own Twitter account. Bro, get out. She's hilarious. <laughs> but, um... That's creepy as hell. They I, say I didn't know most about that. Dark or demonic or inhuman spirits. They say that weren't humans when they walked the earth. They say that those are the ones that pretend to be a child, so that you will talk to them, so that they can if I don't latch know. on to you. That wouldn't work with me because if I heard a child, I'd be <laughs> running. You know, <laughs> like I don't know. That's oh, weird. <laughs> Just, like, let your guard down. <laughs> like, come here, child. Sit on my lap. I'm so glad you have, like, a vast knowledge of the paranormal. And I just know. watch too much shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ghost adventures, yeah. right? Well, all of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ghost hunters, ghost adventures. I just wanted to quickly mention, you're hearing traffic because I opened the window. Because yeah. it's hot as well. Oof! Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned protections. Well, I wanted to learn, like, why do we have to have protection why is there something in our culture well i know i know things but for the listeners like why is that do you think uh i think yeah i've heard different things and um so for a really long time like i was like crazy superstitious and like if something tipped over or you know like a shadow or like if anything happened i was like that's a ghost like that's a spirit i'm getting bothered like i need a ceremony here (laughs) but one of the like uh as i started to like learn more about these things and i'm like just starting to like help people with with these things um one of the biggest things like the form of protection we have is like your state of mind and so like when you're when you have and it, and it's hard like especially right now with everything going on but like when you're like at your best you know you're, you're at a strong state of mind like that's a form of protection in, in like it's a, in and of itself so like if you're you're in a bad mood like you know you're there's like things going on like i um the way i understand it like things can recognize that and like you know they'll like um take advantage of that so like that's a it's it's another reason like why we we have to take care of ourselves on like um with like i don't know just like the medicine wheel you know and like all, like the different aspects of life like as much as you can uh, like try and keep like a good state of mind like a strong a strong mind because they gravitate towards yeah. those ill feelings or ill energies and they feed off of that yeah. so that's why yep. you don't want to <laughs> yeah don't be like that <laughs> it's i love like stuff like hearing stuff like that because it's um it reminds me of like um i don't know rehab <laughs> because well it helps with becoming mm-hmm. sober too you know yeah. and um i think like culture is like a big a big thing to to have if you want to get sober mm-hmm. or and i think we're lucky as native people to be able to have that mm-hmm. some people don't you know yeah but um yeah to keep a, a strong um clear mind mm-hmm. got to be sober you got to practice things you know and not I don't know. I just think that's cool. Like, yeah. not only just mentally, like spiritually, physically, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And I, I guess that's part of like the medicine wheel. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also with alcoholism, we I noticed that there's like um stories that always seem to um kind of like revolve around people doing like mind changers yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. That's when uh, everyone sees the hoof lady. Yeah, that, exactly. 
didn't even <laughs> think of that, but She's it is. That tall boy. <laughs> <laughs> Chapman Road. Who's cruising down Chapman Road? Of course they're going to see it. That's why we didn't see anything when we were hunting for Hoof Lady because we, we were, were hammered. So <laughs> <laughs> Our camera work. <laughs> Our, yeah, it, sometimes our camera work looks like we work. Yeah. But we not. Yes, exactly. Not during work hours. We'll have to try that out. Okay, next time. <laughs> Just kidding. Next time on Spirit World. <laughs> That's another thing, Spirit World. I, I don't know if you saw it. What, so do you have like any places that you would suggest for us to go? We're always asking our listeners, like, please tell us. Someone just tell like, just go to the woods. <laughs> I think it's just where things like have happened and it's like there's always like it's like a conversation they're like is it something negative that happened that causes you know like this state of mind or is it like that energy and state of mind that causes negative things like it's um uh one of the areas I think it's Crossroads gas station behind there there used to be um an inn, I think it was called Pines Inn, and my father told me about this, but it was like, it's torn down now, there's like, it was all cleaned out, and like, there's no... And is that the one where, near the church, like the four corners right there? I think so, like on the other... Or the big one on Helena? Uh, Helena, I think, like... Near Chinguanadillo? Yeah, I yeah. think on the opposite side of the road, Chinguanadillo, yeah. like, yeah, there used to be an inn there, and so, like, there's, I don't know, I think that would be... I remember you mentioned like true crime before mm-hmm. and uh, like that was one of the issues and like I, I don't know but that was I'm always like uh, like fighting with myself because like I don't want to disrespect the people like who maybe have lost someone there mm-hmm. but then there's like uh, there's stories where people see things you know like along the roadways and like hitchhikers like ghost hitchhikers like I've heard stories like that mm-hmm. like somebody they'll like offer somebody a ride on the side of the road and you know they're, they have a conversation, they could see them in the mirror, and then a little while later, they're gone. Like, you know. I told the story just like that. My dad <laughs> went through it. That's so creepy. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, it's like, it's crazy things like that. And the, the story that my father told me, like, um, he said it was like, there was, uh, you know, people like walking to or from the bar, and then, you know, like, one of them tripped on, like, a body, like, because I, I guess somebody like had been murdered there like around that area and uh, like people see things and I heard like one of the things you talked about too was like bars too huh? so we talked about like those areas where there's like a lot of like different you know just there's just like the spectrum of energy so like the casino and there's like bars and you know like um, yeah we talked about schools and so yeah I think those are all like areas that Some could good be, contenders yeah you're totally right that's what something we are a little concerned about is like was, are we going to be like disrespectful towards the people that are there like mm-hmm. that who passed away in that area yeah or has it already like time has passed enough that mm-hmm. it might be okay i don't know like yeah. how do you gauge that mm-hmm. it's interesting like uh <laughs> my wife was on a recruiting trip we were on the way back from virginia and we like we could have went to one of the like haunted wagon like tours through uh, Gettysburg, but I was like, 
I don't know. Breaking <laughs> out. Something's going to follow us home. Oh, <laughs> like, I know. Especially oh, Gettysburg. You yeah. know, a lot of shit went down there, you know? <laughs> but that's how I feel, too. Like, I want to... I think the only way I would go, like, I don't know, ghost hunting, like... I don't know. I did the air quotes. <laughs> ghost hunting would be to help, like, something. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, so, like, there are... And there's, like, you know, I don't know how true movies are or stories where like people you know they can i i think you just have to be like really extra careful wherever you go like yeah protect yourself and you had asked about protection so like some uh i think we can like kind of mix the two Mm -hmm. like if you were to go anywhere i would just say like yeah be in a good place and like uh one of the things yeah people carry all kinds of different medicines with them like tobacco is one of them um cedar you know there's like uh there's different things and even like around the household i know that um i've heard stories where elders have like they'll line the windowways or doorways with salt or like um i think it's a sweet flag on anolo like they would put that on the windowsill uh to protect yourself like people would carry a medicine pouch and have them like it, it would be like in contact with your skin uh, like and that's like a form of protection and mm-hmm. you know there's like there's all different kinds of things that uh protect you and can be like like bound to you there's like ceremonies for people that, like that just need like that extra like wampum is one of them there's like a little there's a ceremony for that like uh like one bead and they'll do like uh, a ceremony mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. can be your protection but um yeah so i would say like if i were if I was, like, able to get to the point where I could perform, like, one of those feasts and, like, um, yeah, I would be protected and know that I'm trying to help someone or, like, you know, that has passed on. But, like, that's where it's, like, uh, it's kind of, like, a gray area, too, because, like, um, like, that's one of the reasons they have, like, the community-wide ceremony Mm. is so that, like, it's... It's with the season, and like, like it's like certain times of year. It's in the um, the fall and the spring, and then like so everything, everyone can go. Like if anything needs help, like it, it's there for them. Uh, it's there for you, but then it you have to be really careful. Like uh, elsewhere, like where if you're, you know, people go like ghost hunting, and then like something like even I think ghost adventures. Like they say like. Um, to do something yeah like the things will follow them home and like the those um like the the people on the show like i think one of them like he they said something was happening at his his home and he would be away like on an investigation and his wife and i don't know family would be like experiencing things huh because like of his line of work wow. and so he like left the show i think and so it was like yeah, I would say if you were to do that or if you're doing those things, just be careful. But like I They are also a little um they what is that word? I just had it in my head. They provoke. Yeah. They yeah. negatively provoke mm-hmm. and say, Oh, you think you're a big tough guy? Why don't yeah. you come over here and touch me, push me? And I'm like, Zach, you better sit the <laughs> oof, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you don't Go want home. that. You don't want the smoke, you know? Yeah. And that's why like I'm very 
conscious about like what you said like keeping a good mind uh, but also like if you're trying to communicate you have to be respectful Mm -hmm. and try not to like say anything negative or disrespectful to like have whatever entity you're speaking to like cause harm to you or something like that like i'm here to Mm -hmm. listen and to help if i can i'm not here to hurt you or anything like that yeah Yeah. like i'm just here (laughs) you know yeah what about smudging is that more of a cleansing thing or that's i've i've um like going to school in peterborough um like when i what i've learned from um the some of the Anishinaabe um, community members there, and Nagojiwanang, uh, I think that's what they call. It. It's it's really interesting too because it's like but like the rapids, almost like uh, that's what it, the the name of that area has to do with. Uh. But uh, I think his name is um, Bedavin Peltier, and he he uh, did like a workshop with us about smudging and how like there are like it is to there's so many like different aspects to it there's like it's like a big spiritual like cleansing but then there are there's also like uh, a lot of like physical benefits and so like that's like one of the things you can do to like clear the air um like like literally like if there's like i don't know if it's like airborne like pathogens or diseases or whatever like you can smudge Mm. like the air and it'll cleanse like certain medicines on that's what they're they're for uh and even what he was saying like for your body like if you're he said there's like a traveler's smudge it's a different like kind of medicine you you smudge yourself and then it like it kind of um it makes your body start producing like more like antibodies or like they would even smudge like their clothing so it's like a protective layer huh and it's not just spiritual it's like there's these physical like benefits huh like uh, our people are you know very knowledgeable with like uh, medicinal with, uses of things yeah like sickness especially traveling yeah wow. so like to protect themselves huh? like yeah there was just so it, it's like a big spiritual um, thing today but like we I think we've lost a lot or like that side's coming back huh? like, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of like practical uses for it I, I was really glad to uh, to listen to him um, yeah it was uh, yeah Badabin Kautier and uh, Joe Pitawanaqua, they, yeah, they have like medicine guys up there, and it would be just awesome to like listen to them talk with like yeah. the people around here that like do medicine. So cool. Yeah. You said earlier too um, that you were you would help people. Um, yeah. What? How do you help them? Um, so I do uh, being a just like a speaker. Before I was actually like um, con like put through as a community faith keeper so there's like different kinds of faith keepers there's like confederacy wide mm-hmm. and but because i'm i'm snipe clan and uh i'm in Akwazasana, like a, a more like mohawk community it was like the the issue was kind of it, it took a while to um like be put through and whether like i would become a community faith keeper but before then like just being um like a speaker I would help, uh, like, when somebody would have a baby, like, at the hospital, they would ask, like, can you do a welcoming speech for, like, a baby? And so I would help with that. And so I had to, like, study and, like, you know, like, learn about that. And then, um, like, as that went on, I would ask to do, I would get asked to do, like, tobacco burnings, you know, if, like, um, 
for if a school is like it's the beginning of a new year they would ask for like a tobacco burning just so like things will go well for the year and then more recently like if somebody passes away i've started to learn about like um yeah like the the different speeches or words that go with like um like funerals or or a death mm-hmm. and like the the history behind that so it's like yeah just there's there's like all kinds of different things that i help with yeah that's really it must be like a fulfilling thing to be a faith keeper you know like yeah. i can't even imagine and taking on like deaths and stuff that must be heavy too in itself but i don't know do you find it like super like um i don't know maybe draining to do something like that or is it more like you just feel like kind of it's uh like both it's it's a bit of both um yeah it's really and i've heard that from different people that help with those things like it's really like it drains your energy huh like you could be you know like as soon as you're done it's it's really like um like taxing on the mind and mm-hmm. like the spirit the body um but yeah it is also like you're you're helping it's like a part of our responsibility and it's not just as a faith keeper it's not just as a leader like it's supposed to be like all like the community yeah mm-hmm. like we're and it was so it's so interesting like we're so used to how things go in our community like and how people come together when somebody passes away like we're so fortunate here like everyone like people are like drop off firewood and they're like oh i'll like you know they do a fire right away and like people just come out and they give like food and we have such you know we can we have like a really good community and i've seen like other like communities that don't do that like um i like i'm more, i'm more like most familiar with akwazasne but like uh i haven't gone outside of snai too much <laughs> but like uh yeah other places like they don't have that you know when somebody passes away like it's just like all on the family yeah? yeah and in our teachings like we're supposed to like lean on one another huh? yeah when one side loses somebody like the other side picks them back up so mm-hmm. yeah and that's like another thing i want to tell our listeners like we we scare our listeners sometimes you know <laughs> and like and we don't i don't always want to just constantly scare them but like we have having things like that especially in our community is like so helpful you know mm-hmm. and i don't think like death is super terrifying you know Mm -hmm. but like i don't think it has to be that scary especially Mm -hmm. when we have like the resources around here you Mm -hmm. know and then just like how the community you help like um when we have to have a feast for them you know Mm -hmm. everyone comes by and they cook you know Mm -hmm. and it brings the family over sometimes my family is a type of family that only get together during deaths and stuff it's unfortunate but it Mm -hmm. makes it makes it easier to I guess maybe except you know death itself so Mm. i like that about our culture yeah and what i like about our podcast because you said we scare people (laughs) um we i feel like we have a very good balance with that because we also bring that laughter medicine you know like we 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 strike back against (laughs) the negative with our laughter you know we're like take that (laughs) you know so i I like that. And that's how, like, Native native people always are, too, like, laughing and joking about everything. <laughs> it's like it's our, almost sickening, you know? Our medicine trauma response, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> to get ourselves to feel better. So true. So true. But, no, it's it's awesome what we have here. And I, I feel so lucky to be part of that, you know, yeah. to be 
Mohawk and having a cool community. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely can tell, like, if you ever leave Aquisesson and you live elsewhere, mm -hmm. it's like it becomes so obvious and, like, you're so thankful for having been grown up in a community like this and mm -hmm. all of the people. Like, it's just so beautiful. And, yeah. you, and you miss that when you're gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yep. it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you see, like, I have white friends who totally disrespect their <laughs> parents or like or they don't have like that support from a, a town you know like mm -hmm. like say like i don't they're know they're not seen or heard or yeah you know like and heard. all of your family were thoughts and prayers you know and mm -hmm. like that's it and but here like as soon as like i had someone in my family pass like everyone contacts you do you need anything yeah. we can drop off things um if you need us to take a shift at like with the funeral home or you know mm -hmm. and they they just want want the best for you and i yeah. love that about yeah. yes it's it's so awesome like and like having to do those uh like the funeral stuff like i learned i had to learn a lot about that and uh like i'm still learning like i think that's what i've always heard too like you'll you'll never stop learning like um and some of the like the the older faith keepers say that you know they're they're up there they're their elders you know their grandparents great grandparents and that's what they say like i still study i still practice like i never stop like mm -hmm. so like i think that it was really encouraging for me because i was always like really hard on myself like i didn't know if i like what i was doing was enough but then like to hear them you know like encourage you like the next generation you know coming up like they're like, don't let it like bother you on. You do like the best you can now. So, Everyone's just thankful you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's all we want. Yeah. Is having more people even be like remotely interested, you mm -hmm. know? So. Yeah. I hope we're doing that, like getting people interested through mm -hmm. our podcast, yeah. you know? So I'm really happy to have you on and <laughs> tell us like everything, you know? Yeah. Like you have like such vast knowledge. Yeah. And I, I, right. I don't know how we even got you. How did this work out? Um, Could you talk about that? Well, he would, he, he just said, hey, I like your podcast. And I was like, thanks. Do you want to be a guest? <laughs> oh, okay. That's pretty much it. That's how it went, folks. His wife and my lady are like homie best friends. And yeah. So we were also we, teammates. Yeah, we, we played softball together. I have a, cool. I have a jersey. Same yeah. jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say the name. <laughs> Can you? I have to beep it out. <laughs> Why is it that bad? Our first team name was Master Batters, right? <laughs> and then our second our second team name uh, the year after is Multiple Scorgasms. I like that one. Yeah. Yep. yep. Master Batters. Oh, we were the, good. Yeah, we were pretty damn good. Oh, man. And then I like I changed teams like once we dispersed. I just like kept changing teams and bouncing around like, can I play with you guys? <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I guess. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Yeah, I really like the show though. Like, um, I I've been I was a part of the Akuzasan Scary Stories page, and like I I read like I was able. I'm really bad at reading. Like I have, I do not have the concentration for it. Yeah, so same I love dyslexic, the ADHD. <laughs> so you're like, just tell it. We're just gonna read the stories. <laughs> yeah. I was like trying to go through the stories. I like read them, but I was like, it's really hard for me. Mm -hmm. But then when like, I started hearing more about the podcast, and I can't remember if it was just like Facebook, but yeah, like, um, I finally got it, and I was I don't know why I thought it was so hard like, 
like it's a free app like i think i did pod <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm like it's gonna be like uh, i don't know like You're a like, hassle oh, i don't want to deal yeah. with these ads. it's a weird yeah. ass app <laughs> ad wall delete <laughs> it was so easy like i i did that and then you know i was like i'm just gonna listen to one like i was you know like just like cleaning one day and then like hours later i went through all of them and i was like oh my god like, <laughs> Yeah, like, that's awesome <laughs> i know i hear about people who like just binge it and they're like when is the next one coming out and i'm like dude i don't know i'm sorry i'm such a we're low trying self- our best low self-esteem I'm like i think that people listen to us and they shut it off after 15 oh, minutes man. or something but i need to get some confidence <laughs> yeah girl sheesh i'm like literally listening to someone that loves it and i'm like still doubting myself but oh man but thank you <laughs> i know i know i'm just we trying to compliment you <laughs> Like, when you said, as you were learning, you were, like, totally um, doubting yourself. Like, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel on this podcast sometimes. Because I also sometimes don't know what I'm talking about, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, I'm just there to entertain and maybe make people, like, think, you know? Yeah, educate. But, like, I love having people on so they can talk about what they know. Yeah. (laughs) And then we can ask the question. Actually, I just let Brittany ask the questions. (laughs) She, she hasn't asked a single question. Yet. I'm just here laughing, you know. <laughs> You're a laugh here for, Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I also wanted to know about your giant stories. <laughs> so that was really awesome what we have so far, huh? I know. It, it, there was just so much great content in that whole thing. <laughs> like, we got so much that we had to make a two-parter. Yep. We had no choice but to make a two-parter. So you, you, this is the first two-parter that we've done. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have more in the future if we have really awesome guests again. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, what, where should we tell them to go for this? Are we going to upload it separately? or This one is going to be part one. And then the second one coming out next month will be the part two. So it's not going to be like when we had it on YouTube oh, okay. for like the bonus content. This is definitely a two-parter. Okay. Yes. So So look out for that, you guys. I look forward to it. Yeah, and enjoy. Bye. Bye.